Welcome to the Mastering the Game of Life podcast. In this podcast, there'll be insights around three key areas to mastering the game of life. Purpose, prosperity, philanthropy. Your host, Paul Lowe, the third sector mentor, is the founder of Hearts Global CIC, which along with many other of his charitable commitments, has been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from disadvantaged communities. Author of Mastering the Game of Life, From Pain to Purpose, and Speaking from Our Hearts books. Introducing your host, Paul Lowe. Welcome listeners, and I hope we're, uh, we're all well today. In this health-related podcast, the focus will be around understanding the benefits of and understanding your mind. And to help us to, to gain that clarity and those insights, I've got Jane McGrath uh, with me. So welcome this morning, Jane. Thank you very much. It's lovely to be here again, Paul. So how to benefit from understanding your mind, Jane? Give us an insight, if you will. Right. Um, most people, I think... Um, think of the brain and the mind as being one and the same. And, you know, they use the words interchangeably. One, they'll say one thing and they'll be using the brain, they'll say nothing, using the mind. However, they are two separate and distinct creations and they work in a symbiotic relationship to protect you in everything you do during your time on this planet. Just as with a computer, where hardware would be useless without software, and software just can't be used without hardware. For humans, the brain is the hardware and the mind is the software. So they both work together but, and not separately. The brain is one of the largest and most complex organs in the human body. It's still being examined and tested and we haven't got to the bottom of it by any means at all, but we're getting there. It's the physical place where the mind exists. It's where the electronic pulses and impulses that create thoughts contained. With your brain, you coordinate your moves, your activities, and you transmit impulses, but you use your mind to think. You can consider events past, present, and future. The mind processes thoughts, perceptions, emotions, and memories that take place within the brain. It's the awareness of consciousness, the ability to control what you do and know what you're doing and why. Understanding what is happening and therefore being able to adapt. We no longer believe in demons as a cause of disease. Through research, we now believe in viruses, bacteria, genetic defects, and the environmental pollution as a real causes of disease. Gone are our irrational and unfounded superstitions, replaced by knowledge. In other words, our mindset has adjusted to a new era of information. In life, you have two mindsets, fixed and growth. Your fixed mindset deals with your character, intelligence, and creative ability. Your growth mindset, on the other hand, welcomes challenge and sees failure not as evidence of low intelligence, but as a springboard for growth and for stretching your existing abilities. So how do you change and develop your mindset? Simple, education. This applies to your whole life. Not just when you're faced with such obscure as cancer. We all live in a never-changing world, so must adapt to that change. Though the concept is simple, it's not easy. It takes work, patience, and a lot of soul-searching. Undoing of many habits formed over your lifetime. <coughs> Excuse me. Things that were done when you were 
years ago, some habits and understandings from childhood. But as I have found, it will be worth it if you really want it and are willing to go that extra distance. Okay, so if I can just come in there, Jane, um, if I'm understanding what you're saying here, is it similar to, say, uh, a computer where we have got uh, the, the hardware, which is the computer, and we've got the software, which is the program? So to continue that, um, that example, that, that metaphor um, of, of the computer, is it fair to say then that uh, we put information onto our hard drives and that stays there? Now, there's good information and there's bad information. And depending what we put into that hard drive, because we can also overload that hard drive with information, uh, which will probably then, not that I'm the world's greatest techie, I understand these things to a, a massively great degree in terms of computers, but what I do know from um, from the conversations I've been involved with is if you do overload, there is uh, the hard drive, there is a chance that uh, you can pick a virus up. Isn't that a, a parallel metaphor for what you're talking about, Jane? It is almost exactly the same. Yeah, it it, it is easy. I think the reasons why we need to understand our brains and our minds, the, the slight difference, the fact that they work together, but they do have separate identity, uh, identities. The reason for that is, as you say, you, you can put a load of information in there, which we all have within us. A lot of it is good and still useful. A lot of it is totally irrelevant now with the way things have moved on, and some of it can actually be dangerous to us. Mm. You think, think of the old habits of how you treat yourself when you've got a disease. Well, now we know that a lot of those treatments actually were not beneficial. They were quite threatening. So what we have to do is when I say, you know, it's simple education, it, um, it is, the concept's simple, but it's not easy because you really have to work at it. So like going through your hard drive, you're going through all your folders and stuff and you're finding stuff which is not no longer relevant or you don't want there. You also do, um, and I can never remember what it's called, when you do a complete diagnostic on your computer to find viruses. This is what you have to do with your mind and just get rid of everything in there. Now, some people can do it fine. I managed to do it on my own after talking with a psychologist who was a great friend of the family and how I felt I wanted to deal with this. But doing it with someone else works just as well. You can compare notes. You can do it. I've seen people doing it in the hospitals, in the cancer clinics, and they're all going back, oh, well, I was thinking about this, but I didn't like the idea. So, yes, it's exactly the same idea. You need to get rid of the old stuff and identify what is harmful. And it's not difficult to identify it. You just sit down in a quiet place, keep calm, don't get all worked up about it, and just go through everything. And it sounds a bit blasé, but once you get started and you get into a pattern, from then, you will just keep going and keep going with the flow. You can go over it as many times as you need to. And as soon as you start doing that, you'll start finding benefits to it um, with your, your, how you're feeling. You're more relaxed or uh, you're feeling happy about going to the doctor and not, you know, not so scared or panicky about going to find out about different treatments. And, so. and you, the best part is you will get to be an expert on asking questions, getting the right answers. So, I'm um, sorry, getting the right answers and understanding them. 
it is a process. It takes a bit of time. And if you want to do it with someone else, I'm here. Okay, well, that I'm here um, note, Jane, I think is a very, very good way to um, to summarise this this brief podcast um, around you know the benefits of understanding your mind. I mean, obviously, it's a massive, massive area in its own right. But uh, the point of this this quick sort of five to ten minute soundbite is just to you know to make people to make listeners aware really that um, you know I suppose the key word uh, to summarise it all really is hope. So when, you know, when there's despair because of, you know, we're trapped in a, s- a certain situation and we think there's no, uh, there's no way out, then um, th- there is hope. I suppose that's the overriding message. Would that be a fair, uh, fair summary? Hope is a lovely word, but to me it's rather weak. Um, if you do your homework, if you do your thing, you're going to have results and that's um, I'm not sure. I personally, one of the words I would use possibly is determination, but the other one is um, achieving goals. It's two words. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, um, I, I, I buy that, Jane. I buy that, but I've also done, and I know, and I absolutely understand where you're coming from. That you know, the jury's out on that word, hope. Um, and that's, oh, I know, I know what you mean. By excuse it, me. Yeah, that, hope, that, there that's, is hope. There, yeah, where there was none, there is now. Yeah, but Jane, that's that's. You know, this is not a debate around the uh, the hope word, but I also okay. know from. Um, you know, the conversations I have with many people, and I repeat, I do understand where you're coming from, but I also understand the power that that, that word hope gives to so many people as well. So maybe another time, um, another place, we can have that sort of uh, philosophical debate around hope. But um, I actually agree with you completely, Paul, so no, don't worry about that. Yeah, there is hope where before there was very little, especially with something like cancer. Yes, yes. Okay, well, thank you very much, Jane, for for sharing those insights Um, and and obviously to the listeners for being part of this Mastering the Life podcast. So until the next time, keep learning and loving and always remember, Mastering Life starts by embracing our hearts. Thanks for listening to the Mastering the Game of Life podcast. Drop a line to paul at paullowhearts.com with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul's website at paullowhearts.com or any of his social media feeds under the same name. Remember, mastering life starts by embracing our hearts.